Hey everybody, welcome to Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 199 of Power Rangers. Power Rangers Zio episode 44, A Brief Mystery of Time. That is correct. It aired on November 11th, 1996, is written by Buzz Alden and Charlotte Fullerton, and directed by the Rad Dad, Rad Radler. Rad Radler? <laughs> Rad Dad, Rad Radler. <laughs> Rad Radler, I think, was a wrestler in the 90s. I, I wouldn't doubt it. That is a very pro wrestler <laughs> name. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording. We go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs, and you should, because it's pretty good. It's a pretty good show, guys. I promise you, if you're here and you're listening to this, you probably have similar feelings. Also, I'm pretty sure I know what this episode is, and I'm excited. I have. Because I remember liking it. No idea. But I don't remember anything except for the hook of the episode, so we'll see how that goes right now, because it's Morphin Time! back and we just watched a brief mystery of time and i remembered i was right you were good for me i figured it out maybe a minute into the episode uh, yeah two two or so minutes in if you're new here what what jake if i no i'm having a brief mystery of time <laughs> oops we went back 25 minutes <laughs> Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidies.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Morphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play Podcasts. And you can leave us a review in two of those three places. And if you do, we will read it on the show and we'll be super appreciative. Appreciative and appreciative, depending on how far south you live. <laughs> that was like deep Florida, what I just said. Oh, boy. And finally, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh. So if you enjoy this heated mess, you can uh, <laughs> you can go to that website and kick a couple bucks our way. And in return, you get some cool stuff, and it helps us out a ton. It's not even a hot mess. It's just a little heated. It was like a regular mess, oh. and then heat was applied to it. It was a regular mess, and then this is the reheated leftovers. Yes. <laughs> 199 episodes. You'd think we'd have this by now. Uh, oh, boy. I, <laughs> who would think that? <laughs> Show me these people that would think we'd have it down by now. Anyway, uh, should we start? No, we have stuff. You have an email you want to do. We got an email. Guys, I don't know what happened. I was fine. I'm the tired one this time. What's wrong with you? I'm trying to <laughs> absorb your tiredness. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is a continuation of yesterday's email from public friend number one. Yesterday's being Fridays. We recorded it yesterday, but it was last week's. Yeah, it was it was Fridays. Basically, to catch you up, he he did three bad, quote bad update reimaginings of uh, of old Fox Kids shows and Los Luchadores. I don't, I've never seen that show in my life, which is crazy. I haven't either. Whenever you say it, I just think of Mucha Lucha. That's what I think of. Except I also think of just Lucha Underground because right. I'm constantly just thinking about Lucha Underground. But today we're doing the Mystic Knights of Tiernanog. In an homage to Arthurian legend, the story follows four teenagers with attitude related to the Knights of the Round Table in the year 2021X. 20, that's 201X. I don't know how you would say that. 20X teen. I'm going to go with 20X teen. Yep. 
while interning at a museum, they grab the artifacts of their ancestors and time travel back to medieval times. Each takes on the persona of their ancestors, Rohan, Deirdre, Ivar, and Angus, to combat the evil Queen Maeve, who has been organizing the Fae against the humans. Most cringe-inducing moment. The Tiernanog citizens think Ivar is a slave instead of a crowned prince, even though he's wearing full plate armor and carrying a sword. Also, Queen Maeve looks like she came out of a Victoria's Secret catalog. <laughs> Ugh. Bad <laughs> moment. Uh, Corbin, looks like you, you missed a word. So I'm just going to read this as is and try to intuit your meaning. Turns into a dragon and the knights summons, uh, summon their dragon pyre. I remember that. That was actually in the show. Culminating in a trench run through the kingdom's forest. I'm assuming something turns into a dragon. Maybe someone? Maybe. Is Liu Kang in the Mystic Knights of Tiernanog? No. Because he turns into a dragon. But he could be. Speaking of which, Chris Haley has been watching for the last 60 days. By the time you hear this, it'll be like in the 70s. Every single night, he's watching Mortal Kombat Annihilation for a year. That's the literal worst idea of all time. I don't think that's worse than Grown Ups 2. It's only once a week, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're right. That's 52 times a year. This is 365 times a year. That's much worse. That's way worse. And Mortal Kombat Annihilation, while I love it, it's not a good movie. Two Decembers ago, I was like, I'm going to watch a Christmas special uh, every day up until Christmas. And that was stressful. That was hard. I remember like... So I can't imagine having to sit down for an hour and a half and watch that awful Mortal Kombat movie that I still kind of love. Yeah. But, like, probably and after the 10th day, I'd be like, all right, this movie sucks, well, he and I watched hate it, everything he watched about it twice Mortal Kombat. In a row. He, wa- he did the first night, and he's like, oh, this is on, let me watch it. And it was bad, and he was like, well, that was bad. And then he watched it again, and he's like, "Just, to, I don't know why I did that. And then the third <laughs> night, he's like, am I just doing this now? Because once you do three in a row, maybe you do now it for a year. Now it's a pattern. Yeah, so uh, you can go over to his podcast, Keep It Close to Me, and uh, check those out. It's called Fatality Fridays. Every Friday, he has a guest on to talk about the movie. And the guest watched it once, One and he time. watched it seven times. And every time, yeah, his is exponential compared to theirs. Anyway, end of credit sequence. Maeve's magical necklace that gives her magic powers falls through the portal and gets picked up by Liz Wakefield of Sweet Valley High and creates an evil clone of her known as Jess. I feel like there is some deep cuts there that I don't get. Mystic Knights of Tiernanog itself is a deep cut. It is. <laughs> I think Corbin and I are the only people alive that watched it. If, I did not watch it. Well, it only lasted the one season. And no one talked about it. I had the toys. Toys are baller. But nobody else really remembers it at all. I feel... Sweet Valley High was like... It sounds like a book series. It was. But okay. it, this was an adaptation of it. It was like it was like 90210, but for like dumber babies. Um, sure. Like, Catherine Sutherland guested on it once. Uh, Jason David Frank guesses on it. A couple other no-union <laughs> actors did... <laughs> I don't. I don't think I ever watched it. I would like to though, but I just because I'm kind of obsessed with '90s teen shows. See how bad they are. Oh, very, very. The answer is usually very. Um, so I don't know what that is, but uh, Corbin, if you want to give us a follow up and let me know, uh, that would be that would be great. And that's it. So you want to get started? You want to jump in to a brief mystery of time? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we start off with some punk kid rollerblade aggressive inlining down the halls of angel grove high thankfully though he's in full protective he is in so many pads he's got every pad on over his clothes like a nerd and he's got a helmet i would have called this kid a wicked nerd he's a wicked nerd because number one 
He's a wicked nerd kid. No, number one, you're aggressive in lighting, right? You don't need all that stuff. I wouldn't say this kid was aggressive in lighting. This kid was rollerblading. <laughs> I see the joke you're trying to make. <laughs> well, just let me make the joke. But he was vaguely like, oh, no. He looked like he was about to fall going one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, and so Mrs. Rodriguez, I think her name was, that, that came in for the prank episode, was like, I told you no skating in the halls. Yeah. And as he skates by. Uh, as she runs by chasing him, she knocks books out of Kat's hands. And she's like, I, we should put some traffic lights in here, I guess. And Tommy was like, yeah, that or a speed bump. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cue the laugh track. If any other show, any other show, they would have done it. <laughs> Someone it, should do that. Someone should take Power Rangers and put a laugh track over it where they think it's appropriate. Hey, guys, uh, please don't do that. <laughs> I feel like that would be real weird to watch. With take out all the morph stuff. Do only the unmorphed, like, oh, okay. in high school teenager stuff. That I'm kind of into then. Except here's the thing. It's not built for a laugh track, so there's no space after their jokes. Nope. So, so they'll just laugh right over They'll them. laugh right over the next line. Or they'll be like, ha! Huh? Unless it's at the end of a scene like this, and then it'll just trail off as it fades. Right. If someone's willing to do that, someone should let, do it. let us know, and we will definitely l- let other people know about it. What was Kat wearing? She Part one, she has a a pink shirt on, like a button-up shirt, and a black skirt. Uh, re- return to this classic look. It's been a while, yep. but here we are. Guys, guess what? Still looks good. So Kat can't open her locker. This guy next to her, though, having a way worse time. No, I think Kat just, like, can't get her combination to click. But this guy's locker is jammed. Is is jammed shut. Because he's holding the little, like, pulley lever part. Right. He's, like, he's rocking his hips in a weird way to try to get... It's hilarious to watch. Yeah. He is acting very hard. Yes. Uh, good for him. Didn't earn your sad card, buddy. This is not a new show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> then, uh, then Jason and Rocky come up. And they're like, hey, we're going to meet Tanya and Adam at the juice bar after school. Emily's working on this new shaved ice flavor combination thing. It's going to be great. Tommy's like, yeah, I'm excited for that. At some point, Tommy got the got cat's locker open, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah. pounded it. Hey, what a fonz. Then uh, the dude's locker explodes open. All of his books fall on the ground. <laughs> Everyone just looks at him and goes, all right, goodbye. And then turns away, except for your boy Tiki. Everybody bounces except Tiki. He just is like, oh, let me help Even you with that. Jason, lawful ass good Jason, is like, that's not my problem. <laughs> I have a test. Away. I have to go. So then we cut to the big test. Number one, Miss Appleby's back for the first time. Since episode three? I mean, season three? She was in... The episode Maybe where like, Billy graduated. Yeah, so super early Zio, like first ten episodes of Zio. Yeah, but I don't remember. Heck, if I know when when that was. Rocky, though, good, good a guy as he is, forgot a pencil. Oh, shucks. or had a pencil, lost it, helping that guy get Maybe. his bags back. I do want to point out before he helped that guy pick his books up, he made sure he was okay. That is true. Rocky's, Rocky's just a, all around a good dude. Rocky's a good dude. This episode again, Zio Rocky. Is great on a lot oh, of yeah. levels. Why wasn't this the character the whole time? I don't know. Would have been too easy. Would have would have been too fun. Those two seasons where everything was kind of uh, bad. Probably because he was a Red Ranger then, and they were like, "Look, this show's about Tommy right now." It'd just be blank. So be you, as blank as possible. <laughs> just be a guy. That's be, all we need from you. Be blank to the worst. 
If you could be somewhere in between the worst and blank, that would be great. Thanks. Uh, Rocky doesn't have his pencil. Tommy hands him his after he gets in trouble. Because Tommy has two. He's got one behind his ear. And he's got one in his hand. Yeah, very conspicuously. So I think Rocky gets in trouble. I don't I don't know. I don't remember. I know he stops Miss, Miss Appleby and be like, oh, I don't have a pencil. That might just be all it was. And then, Maybe. And then okay. Tommy's like, oh, here you go, man. I have this pencil. I have two. I keep one behind my ear for just such an occasion. Just in case. Then we cut to the juice bar where Tanya and Adam are arguing about colors and... It's time for Adam Watch! All we get before the other rangers get to the table is Adam leaning over Tanya, who's sitting. Yeah. He just goes, yellow, eh, but green, though. And then everybody else shows <laughs> and up. And she's like, green? And like it's so... <laughs> this just had to be improv. There's no way this was written. Right. Because yeah, they this, were just like banter. Look like you're talking. Yeah, because like this was the most natural two Power Rangers have <laughs> ever looked on this show. It was amazing, oh, and they are great. so cute together. <laughs> just teasing each other. What's um? What's what's Nakia Barisa's name in the order? I don't know if we got hers yet. I thought we did. We might have. I don't remember. It the was only, like, I remember we got Jack. Who's Austin St. John. Yeah. Dax is Steve Cardenas. Kane is Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah. Shania is Karen Ashley. I thought I thought uh Nakia Brees was Shania. No, that's Karen that was Karen okay. Ashley. Her her weapon and skill is chameleon. She can be whatever <laughs> the team needs her to be. She's she's plot convenience. She sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> your power, she sucks. I whatever Nakia Brees' name is, I hope her and I hope her and uh, Kane get together. That's what I want out of the order. I know I'm putting a lot on it. Yeah, do it. They talk about how the test was tough. Once once this cuteness is over, the other Power Rangers come in. They talk about how the test was tough, and uh, then Bulk and Skull come in. Before they go to Bulk and Skull, Tommy, they're going like around the table talking about the test, and Tommy's like, yeah, I love a lot of things about school, but tests ain't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well have looked school at the camera kids. as just like, stay in school. <laughs> Got the more you the know. The dun, dun, dun. So then Bulk and Skull come in. They got they just they just got off of a hard day's work. And you know what they need? A cup of sodas. Yeah. A cup of sodas? They a cup of sodas. They a cup of sodas. So then Emily is like, all right, let me get you those sodas. Bulk's like Skull, pay the woman. Also, Emily has gotten a promotion. She is now running the juice bar. Yes. In Ernie's absence. Because Ernie is at the beach. Maybe bar. he's maybe he's like, man, I just want some Sunday. I just want that sweet, sweet Febreze air. What? What are you saying? No. What did I you even know. say? I wanted to say fresh. And I wanted to say breeze. And I got Febreze. And then I felt like that wasn't enough. So I said air. And here we are, Josh. Anyway, Emily gets them the sodas. It's like a cup of haters. I got a cup of haters right here. <laughs> Skull Phaser by just digging a bunch of loose change out of his pocket and throwing it over the counter. And he looks at the change, scoffs at it, and then just like <laughs> overhands it like he's throwing some spilled salt over his shoulder. Oh. And it's just like... <laughs> sh- 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 sh. And Willie looks at him like, what the f***, Skull? <laughs> <laughs> but also at the same time, she's like, here's your sodas. Right. <laughs> so that looks like it's all there. Oh, I'm crying. Okay. Uh, um, so, <laughs> so Bulk starts talking about how they were they were just uh, they were undercover. It's thirsty work, and 
et cetera, et cetera. This whole time, Skull is shaking the living crap out of one of these cans. <laughs> he's, like, being sneaky about it while being the most conspicuous. Oh, he's yeah. Like, he'll, like, look around with a weird look on his face and then shake the thing as violently as he can out in the open and then, like, hide it in his chest and look and, around. At one point, he turned around and he's, like, shaking it in front of him and then he just lifts it over his head and starts shaking it <laughs> and then turns back around and hands it to, to Bulk. He's like, here you go, Bulk. Here's your soda. All yours. So, <laughs> it explodes on Bulk, if you can imagine. It's been a... Actually, it hasn't been that long. I feel like they recently... Bulk- they just did one not that long like, ago, because we were very disappointed. Yeah, four or five episodes ago. So, we got another one. This is not too bad. It doesn't explode too much. Yeah, it gets on his head a little bit, but mostly just kind of fizzles out. Yeah, it's mostly shirt. Yeah. But then, we cut up to the moon, where Gaskin and Archerina are scheming. Scheming up a storm here. They couple have schemas. Couple schemas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the gift. That, Enzo Amore is the gift that keeps on giving. Enzo Amore might be my favorite wrestler. It, well, no, because Sasha Banks is. He Enzo might be Amore, your favorite wrestling character. He might be my favorite wrestling character, yes. Their plan is, and let me try to parse this out. They have a little globe, like a little glass sphere. It's just like a crystal ball, like uh, a novelty crystal ball that you'll buy at Spencer's. On like a little pyramid-esque stand. It's called like the Chronosaurus or something. Chronosapio? Chronosapien? It's it, something dumb. It's sapio. I know it's sapio at the end, and I think cr- it... It's chrono something, so it might be chronosapio? I think, or chronosapius or something. What it's sapi something, because Tommy nothing. says it wrong. Also, yeah, we'll get there. I have questions about that, yeah. uh, but we'll get there. He says, you know, while the Chronosapia, he doesn't really say, say what's going to happen, right? He just says, like, while this is doing its business, we're going to have a armada sneak onto Earth and attack it. Yeah, it, it cuts from a picture of the Chronosapien to just like a far shot of the city. And he's like, yes, my army, my armada is almost in position. And it's just a giant machine ship floating over the city with a bunch of cogfighters whizzing around it. And he's like, yeah. And Arjuna's like, won't they like notice and like stop it? And he's like, oh, my dear. They won't have the time. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> we cut to uh, the park, I think. And Rocket has a, a plan as uh, Rocket, not Rocket. Sprocket has a plan as well. And his plan is basically, we're going to jump them. <laughs> 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 They're going to walk by and we're going to jump them. Yeah, like a cat hiding under a chair. Clank we'll- is with Sprocket. Yes. Well, he's loyal to Sprocket, which I like. Yeah, so... Also, did Clank look real janky this episode? He did. Also, he knew about Gasket's plan, kind of. Because he told Sprocket, he's like, Gasket has this plan, and then Sprocket's like, my brother needs a plan to put his pants on in the morning. Yeah, or get something. an oil change or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, okay, I think he doesn't know about the, the Chronosaurus sapien plan, the Chrono Dinosaur person plan. Uh, I think he knows about like the get the Armada on Earth plan. Okay, maybe that. Was Except it. like they're such different scales, you think it wouldn't matter, because one is You're attack right. the whole city, yeah, and I the kn- other one is distract the Power Rangers. I know he doesn't know about the Chrono Sapien because of something that happens. Something later. that happens later. Then we start off with a skating guy. Wait a minute, we did this before. What's <laughs> happening? Guy comes back in. What are you talking again. about? See, okay, don't give, don't, don't, no. I'm pulling, I'm part of the Komodo here. I asked, I said, do you want to play it? <laughs> well, I, like said, I said no, but then you started doing it, so now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and you said, I don't think so. Maybe it was April Fool's Day. And then now you're making me look like the dumbo for, for <laughs> scuttling the joke. 
but yeah, he comes back in just skating. Also, just so you know, I prepared for both outcomes. My notes reflect okay. <laughs> the. Uh, uh, this is the opening shot of this. Anyway, is the same footage. This is. Yes. There's a lot of clever editing of, it's of using the same footage again in new places. Yeah, it's the same thing again up until he hits the the books out of Cat's hand. And when they duck down, they just do a different take of that. Yeah. Because he's because she's like, oh, they should put in a traffic light. And Tommy's like, yeah, or a speed bump. Or a speed speed bumps. Because he said he says it, and then he's like, did I say that again? <laughs> Have I ever said speed bumps before? What is a speed bump? In Florida, they're called speed humps, oh. and they're huge. They're like six feet long. You can literally get an entire car up onto one. <laughs> uh, my friend Nicole was driving me home from class one day. And she did not know about this speed hump. I swear to God, we got air. Was, nice. It was. It was. A, <laughs> that sounds sick. It was a little sick. <laughs> also, her car made a bad sound when it, <laughs> when it came back down. Well, uh, yeah, they're not made for that. No, they, it was like it's like a Honda Civic or something. I don't know. Oh boy. Um, so they walk up to Cat's locker. Tommy automatically fonzies it, and he he hits it, and then snaps. He hits it, and then delays. On the snap, like, like he's a, a magic little, trick. like he's a little confused, but like he just he has to snap. Right? He's like, this, what, "What am I doing? Okay, I'm snapping now. Here we go." The other guys come up, Jason and 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 Rocky, and Tommy's like, "Yeah, I'm ready." Jason's like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, for the test. I'm ready. It's a big test. I'm ready for it." He's like, "How'd you know what I was gonna say, bro? Bro?" <laughs> he's like, "I don't know, bro." I don't know why, how I knew that. And he's like, yeah, well, at least after school, we'll meet up time. He's like, yeah, can't wait for those shaved ices. Jason's like, dude, seriously, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, Jason and Rocky are just like, what's happening? Then, did we say shaved ice and I just forgot did already? I, did, I, did I send him a letter? I go, I almost said text, but they can't do that. No. Did, I did we communicate? Did, did I communicate him earlier? Did I, hit, did I hit him up on AIM? On did AOL I... Instant Messenger? That was around in 96, right? Late 96? I don't, I mean, it might have been brand new. <laughs> You're right. I don't really remember it until, like, the 2000s, the early, early, early yeah. 2000s. Either way, the dude's locker next to them bursts open, but uh, Tommy leaps for it and stops it. And the guy's like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, you're welcome. It shuts the locker. Then they go to class. Which just resets the problem, but now at least the guy is ready for it. Right. That, yes, you're right, because I wouldn't fix anything. No, but the guy can at least, like, get his hand there when right. he opens the door can now. slowly push everything back. So then we cut to the classroom. Miss Appleby's giving her a speech about the test again. Rocky's like, hey, I don't... And then Tommy just hands him his pencil. <laughs> and he's like, oh, thanks, man. I need this, because I don't have one. Tommy just looks him dead in the eyes and goes, I know. I know. No, that doesn't happen. I know everything. <laughs> then we cut to the park. Uh, which is so this is new. This is the in between phase where uh, the four of them are talking about how Tommy has is experiencing deja vu. He's like, I swear to God. Yeah, he says, I'm having deja vu. And then Kat defines deja right, vu for all the dumb babies in the audience. <laughs> you mean how you feel like you may have seen or experienced something before? He's like, Yes, exactly that. Deja <laughs> yeah. vu. Ding. Yes, if you're going by the first de- dictionary definition of deja vu, that is correct. That Catherine. is it. Then. Cogs attack them. They get jumped. That's the whole plan, and now and it happened. So they morph. I don't know why. I, I usually write they morph when morphing happens. This time I wrote it's morphing time. I was, yes, I was feeling, I was feeling frisky. <laughs> so they fight the cogs. We cut up to Gasket, who's like, ah, Sprocket ran into my plan, but he didn't ruin it. If anything, he helped. 
I want to point out, every time we cut back up to Gasket and Arch Arena on the moon, keep in mind, they are not in the time no, loop. No, they are separate from the time loop. It's the same footage each time with different words over it, with different dialogue. I like that on a couple levels. Number one, production-wise, it saved a lot of time. They literally yeah. like, we'll just use the same thing again. Because it's always Arch Arena clutches her chest and asks a question, and right. then it cuts to Gasket as Arch Arena turns in the same very specific way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gasket goes over to the edge to look at the earth, yeah. like the same thing. But he says, yeah, they didn't ruin the plan. They just helped out, if anything. It makes me wonder if the stock footage of them in the moon base is limited, and that's why they had to do it this way. Well, if you think or about it— Or if they it, just did it for to save time in, in post-production. I mean, maybe a little bit of both, because, like, if you th- if like Gasket is Sprocket in the— Sentai, right? That's the same dude. So you'll never see them together unless they're on Earth, unless they're in American footage. Right. So, like, I don't know how much, like, stuff they have of just the two of them in in there. Yeah. They don't want to, like, I say repeat too often, but they use it three times in this episode, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I also like the fact that they're redoing it because it kind of gives the whole episode this yeah. feel that, like, oh, things are just happening over and over, which is pretty cool so then we cut to the park again and clank basically no does sprocket because sprocket's like they're beating up they're the beating cogs. up the cogs and he's like yeah they're cogs come on man where you go captain obvious okay then we cut to the juice bar and this time tanya and adam are like when did they say they were going to be here and it's clearly like lines that they had and they're acting again because right. it's just not as like free-flowing and like cute <laughs> this is after the yellow no not so much green though green though <laughs> Green, though, might be the name of this episode. We'll, we'll see. Uh, so then uh, they, they all come in. They sit down. Tommy's like, they're like, oh, hey, where were you guys? And like, we got attacked by cogs. Here's the thing. They didn't get attacked by cogs the last time. No. But Sprocket is part of the time loop. He is. Um, he wasn't. Yeah, Josh, do some gymnastics. Try to get me out of here. He wasn't there yet the first time. We never got that far the first time. Maybe the time loop triggered before they got to the park. Nope, because they got to the juice bar. Yep. We didn't see the park last time on the first run through. Maybe because they were talking to Tommy about his deja vu, it took them longer to walk through the park, which gave Sprocket time for him to meet them there. There you go. All right. All right. I like that. The first time through then, Sprocket would have been like, all right, get out. Oh, they're gone. They're gone. They're, oh, they're, gone. Like, they're gone. They're like 20 feet down the path that now. crap. Clank, this is your fault. <sighs> He's just like, I know. Tommy hears the change hit the counter and goes, no, like, look, ready? In five seconds, that soda's going to blow up on Bulk. So Bulk opens it and it sprays again. And they're like, oh, weird. That's such deja vu. That's weird. Somebody, I think it was Jason, is like, but some some stuff happens every day. Exhibit A, bulk getting stuff on Right. You. Like, <laughs> I mean, it happens every day for you, Jason. It's yeah. been different for a while. <laughs> now that you're back, it's not just everything falling into the same. <laughs> uh, so then we restart again. Kids skating. Traffic light. Speed bump. So does it restart every time they come back from commercial? I don't There's only one so. commercial break, right? There's three. Okay. Well, there's... Mm, there's two because these are split into two acts. So it might because it restarts three times. Well, it starts three times. It starts three times. Restarts twice, technically, if you want to. I wasn't. I wasn't paying close enough attention. I wasn't either because there are for every. You know what? There might be three. So they might have. They might have done that. Um, because for every uh half an hour of airtime, there's eight minutes of commercials. Right. And so it's like two and a half, two and a half, two and a half, and they, you know a little bit overrun on either side. So. 
it might have been these three, but I feel like there's enough of the episode left that there's definitely another commercial break. So maybe between the first and the second, maybe there were, but not the second and the third. Because now we kind of know what's going on. I just think it would on. be real neat if like, it went to commercial and came back to the beginning of the episode, confusing children everywhere. That would have been real good. I don't know if they yeah, I don't know if they could have done that unless the whole story was like, how do I get out of this no Zord stuff, nothing else, just like you know, the loop over and over and over again. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. That would have been real good though. So then uh he, he watched Blocker. Hey, I'm the Fonz. Did the locker <laughs> again. This is all the same. This is the same. The only different shot, I think, until they get to the juice bar is him. Helping Cat pick her books up. There might be a little That's bit... That's different. I think when he talks to Jason, it's... when he Well, when he talks to Jason, Jason talking back is the footage from the second yeah. time. I think I think the shots of Tommy... They might be a, a new, slightly too. Slightly more confused yeah. are, are new. So he saves the locker again. Uh, you know, the guy's opening. That's the same shot, too, of that guy going, Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. And then walking back. And then we just cut right to the park. Tommy's talking about deja vu again. And they're like, you can't be having deja vu like that's crazy that you just like have done this day before and he's like oh yeah go look behind those bushes so the other rangers go check behind the bushes there's a bunch of cogs there there's sprocket and clank there and a bunch of cogs and a bunch of cogs yeah. but sprocket and clank are watching them walk in the park I, and they go look and see them well okay here's okay so this is why i think sprocket must have just got here Maybe. So this time they went a little faster, or they went even slower than before. Or no, there must have been. Because Tommy's more confused now. Yes. So maybe he's, like, slowing everybody down a little bit while he's trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Maybe. Because they are, like, hiding in some bushes, and then the rangers, like, sneak look around other bushes so as not to be seen and see But them. if he's watching them, wouldn't he see them sneak up I to the other bush? I don't think he's watching them yet. Okay. But I'm not sure. Again, time travel stories are never perfect. This one is one of those stories. Yeah. Uh, this is a Power Rangers version of a time travel story. So, like, you know. Is, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not a perfect one-to-one yeah. between the past and the present. Uh, so, time is repeating. You know, Tommy's, like, he figures it out. He's, like, time's repeating. This is happening before. The cogs start to come down the hill. <laughs> this is happening before is a very good... <laughs> Uh, way to sum up this episode. <laughs> yes. And uh, so the cogs come down the hill, and instead of fighting or anything, they just teleport out of there. <laughs> and I, well, they don't see the cogs, because they're looking at us, and the cogs are coming down the hill behind them. Yeah. So they're just like, we got to get to the power chamber and you know see what's up. See what's going on. And they teleport away as the cogs get there, and then Sprocket's like, oh man. Yeah, he complains that, they're, that they ditched out on his plan, and he's like, I have a funny feeling. Have we done this before? <laughs> he so, calls them Zo Zeros. <laughs> He does call them Zeo Zero. That's a good one. Uh, we we land in the power chamber. Well, I guess the Rangers do. We're just along for the ride. And Alpha says the most written line of the episode. <laughs> Rangers, what? It's good to see you. Just passing time. Yeah, he's like, hey, thanks for thanks for just stopping by. What a surprise! Why you guys don't just visit like you used to? <laughs> well, sometimes they do, but also Billy's not here again. And not mentioned not at all. Not even mentioned. Yikes. He's in the Zord maintenance chamber. I guess. Or went back to Aquatar to help with... No, I'm sorry. Triforia to help with trays. Now that they found Tommy... Help the lunch get their trays. That, uh, <laughs> hashtag hot lunch is still a thing. Send us from memory your drawn lunch trays, guys. Come on. I want a million. I want as many as we can get. 
So they do a scan on Tommy and basically determine that the brain drain has caused his brain to be super aware of temporal changes. Zordon guesses that. He's like, I don't know. The brain drain messed with your head, so now you know about time more. And then he's like, Alpha, scan it. And he scans it. As he's scanning them, there's just like an overlay of a brain in his head yeah. being scanned. And Alpha's like, yep, that was it. Bad news, though. According to these brain scans, time's repeating over and over again. Gasket did this. I tell I can tell all this from the brain from scan. From the brain scan. Sure. That brain drain was a heck of a mistake because now they can read your plans your next through plan. Tommy's brain. To be fair, no matter what this episode would have been about, it would have part of it would have been about how Tommy can via the brain drain know the plan. Yeah. I don't think that was ever in question. Cause like last episode we got a bunch of people looking cool except Tommy. Right? Tommy looked like a sh- uh, schmuck because right. he was brainwashed. They got to get him cool again. So, <laughs> and this is a pretty good episode to do it in. It I, is. I think I think it worked out pretty well. You look at the viewing globe. The chrysanthemum saurus thing is there. Chronosapio. Chronosapius. Chronosapatorium. I don't know. And they say like it's hiding behind a time hole because it disappears, but then it comes back. I I read that as only Tommy can see it, and then Alpha's like, oh, I. Pierced a hole through the time hole, so now we all can see. That it. makes sense then. Because Tommy was like, "Oh, it's like a crystal ball," and then I think Rocky was like, "What are you talking about? It's just like nothing." Oh even God. even though they just like one second ago they we're just talking proved about that it? Tommy yeah. is um, not immune but resistant to the time loop, and Rocky himself was like, "Oh man, sorry, we doubted you," and then immediately doubts him again. <laughs> sorry, we doubted you, but are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so they morph. Oh, oh, before that, they see the whole fleet, the Armada. Like is also hiding within the time hole. So I guess what they're doing is it's taking them a long time to get into position, but they are doing it. They are also immune to the time yeah. displacement, so they can take as much time as they want because it'll just keep starting over, I think. Yeah, that is what I'm assuming, um, is that Gasket was like, I'll trap them in a time loop. They won't think any time has passed because they're just going to keep doing the same stuff over and over again. And then suddenly, Angel Grove will be blown up. Here's the problem. The first thing they show is them parking over the city. Yep. Yeah, it's almost there. You're there. No, it's close, but not quite. But then now this is the second time we run through. You're telling me a whole extra day? Also, it's the same footage that Alpha shows. Yeah. (laughs) They're not any closer or farther away. Yeah, so uh, this this plot is the weakest part of... The episode because it I goes see nowhere. What they're, what they're trying to do, I feel like there could have been a better reason. But for like it, though, their their writers just don't have a track record with time travel. No, that is for sure. So they morph, they teleport down to the park. They see the the Chronosapium and they go to attack it. But before they can, Gasket sees them down in the park and sends Protectron, who is a robot in a fedora. Did he have a fedora? He I did. Didn't, I didn't notice the fedora. He I didn't looks, realize that he was a nice guy. He, <laughs> nice guy, the robot. <laughs> it's really dumb. It's re- it looks stupid. <laughs> he looked like a boiler to me, like an old, old-fashioned heater, but a gentleman boiler because <laughs> he has a fedora on Punch him in his neck. I hate you. I hate you, fedora monster. Yeah, I called him fedora robot. Uh, in my notes at some point. No, he is Protector. Protectron. Protect or Protectron. I can't even say that. Which is a which is a robot in Fallout that is like this big goofy like 
kind of egg with arms and legs that's like, I am here to protect you. Like, <laughs> they're pretty dumb. They're pretty dumb looking. <laughs> uh, so they fight. They fight Protectron, and it's not great. Great. It's not going one way or the other. Like, no one really has an upper hand. I guess it's going worse for Protectron than I think it is because in a second, Gasket himself comes down. Well, I think it's because he's not handily defeating them. He's like, I'm going down there. Yeah, so... We I cut- can't watch them be equal. I, <laughs> I'm going right. to go tip the scales. We cut back to the moon, and Archerina is like, those fools are ruining your foolproof plan. This is the same footage again. It is. So, But also, it's not foolproof if fools are ruining it. That's the beauty of Archerina. No, Archerina, never change. <laughs> Archerina does something real cool in a second, though. I really like Archerina. So we cut back down. Sprocket is like, ugh. That's Gasket's monster. I gotta send the cogs in. Gotta have them kill the rangers before he kills the rangers so that I killed the rangers, technically. And Clank's like, yeah, I mean, that's the plan. Yeah, okay, (laughs) sure. They all join the fight. There's a lot of them going on. A lot of stuff happening. (laughs) Tommy's like, you guys take care of everything else. I'm gonna get the the Chrysonosaurus Rex. And... <laughs> and he goes to attack it, and this is when Gasket and Archerina show up, and Archerina lights those fools up. She does. There's like a little bit of banter when they first land, and I don't remember it. But Gasket's like, "I'm gonna go join the fight," and she's like, "Okay, I'll help you." And just blasts them with and her arrows. And she like machine gun sprays arrows it's down upon nuts. them. It's pretty awesome. I wish that it made them fall in love with her. <laughs> Same. That would have been great. <laughs> like, that was just a stock feature on her arrows. Yeah. She could use them to blow you up, but also... But if you survive, you not, or you are now in love with Archeria. Yeah. Also, Gaskin attacks all the rangers, except for Tommy, because I think Protectron is going after Tommy. But he attacks all the other rangers and, like, cleans up. And it looks really cool. Yeah. Like, he... Because his cape, like, works real well with the way he fights. He's yeah. doing a lot of, like, cool dodges and sword slashes. Gasket looks formidable. Remember two episodes when he was crying because of the lake or whatever? <laughs> I hated that. No, it was before the lake. It was the episode. No, it was that episode. Well, you could take the gasket out of the sprocket, but you can't take the sprocket out of the gasket. I guess. <laughs> that episode's not canon. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Tommy shoots uh, Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, he gets with- mad at him. He's like... I've had enough of this. Yeah, I'm sick of this day. I'm ending it right now. I'm going to break that globe. So he jumps up in the air, shoots Fedora Robot in the head. Like six times? Yeah. He dies, and then Tommy smashes the orb. And then Sprocket's like, or Clank's like, I think we should make him grow. And Sprocket's like, yeah, that was my idea. I said that. You do it, though. Clank's like, yeah, good job, Sprocket. Or Orbis, Orbis is that. like, what a great plan. What a great boy you are. Old little robot Professor McGonagall. <laughs> Very happy about Sprocket. Which is weird because uh, Orbis has always been like, you're a dumb baby baby robot, baby. Like, <laughs> So I don't yep. know what happened. I don't know what changed. Anyway, it grows. Jason's like, hey, you guys fight that. I'll stay here and deal with Gasket. Now there's nothing else distracting me. So that's a good reason to not have... Pyramidus in the fight. Right. I wish we would have gotten to see Jason versus Gasket a little bit. Yeah. But we didn't. You just have to trust him that he took care of it. <laughs> they call the Zords, and they immediately turn into their shape Megazord. Like, they, that's just how they land. Yeah, they launch out of the gun, and before they hit the ground, they are a Megazord. Or they land in the Megazord. As a Megazord. The way and Tommy's it, like, that's the way it works. Time's up. 
he all of, he has a lot of like sick burns and yeah. they're all time but at related. one point he's like you're dead loser he did yeah, <laughs> he got sick of pretending. He's like, oh, I tried to be clever. It didn't work. I'm just uh, gonna just threaten. Straight him. up calling him a loser is great. I wish Tommy was a jerk to monsters more often. I wish too. That would be that'd be a real fun character <laughs> choice. Uh, so they're they're beating him up, and then they call our favorite. They call Tackle Boy. He's not my favorite. I love Red Puncher. Red Puncher's probably my favorite. Red Puncher's robot. my favorite Zord so far that we've come across. Yeah. I think. Uh, so Tackle Boy hits him and kills him. And then celebrates with this little, like, kick. He does, like, a little dance move. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, tackle boy. <laughs> I am a strong boy. I am a tackle boy. Uh, <laughs> and I did it. Projectron's dead. Tackle he's boy's all, goofy. He's also smaller than the Megazord, so he, like, looks up to him for approval. Yeah. Like, oh, God, it? it's so cute. You did good, Zord's interacting boy. is so cute, and it I is. love it. I, I also love it. We come back down to the park. Gasket's like, all right, this time, you got, I'm allowed to here, though. That's now I I won I won this one and then leaves. I don't know what happened. I don't I don't know. I wish we would have seen that fight so we could see Jason beating Gasket up and getting Gasket on the ropes. But instead, Gasket just dips. When he does that, he also takes Clank and Sprocket and Arturina with him though. Right. So at least there's that. Cut to under the docks or near a metal factory or something, and Gasket and Sprocket are fighting. And Machina loves that they're fighting. Yeah, this is a weird. This is a very weird case of bad guys liking bad things. Bad things. Yeah. Because they're fighting. She's like, oh, your bickering is music to my ears. And then they like straight up hate each other. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I love this. You guys are the best. Mm, love it. So good. And I don't then, like Machina. She's stupid. Then we just cut away from there. Yeah. <laughs> Machina, you're stupid. I, I don't know what. I don't know what they're trying to get across. I like what's what are you trying to convey that like she wants them to fight for her affection? She wants them to fight to be maybe that's what it is. Like, she wants them to fight for her affection. Maybe. And that's why she likes it cuz she's getting the attention yeah. for it. I don't know. Cut back to the juice bar. It's the next day. What was Cat wearing? Part 2. She got like a, a flower dress on. Got a dress, got some flowers. It's pretty nice. It's it looks like it's fake silk. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. Maybe it's just actual silk. I can't tell the difference on a standard definition television, but it looked like a little plasticky, but also like silk. Oh, heck if I know. Take from that what you will, listeners. All my clothes are polyester. Maybe some real cotton in there. I know these shorts have cotton in them. I don't know. I can't see. I just hurt my eye a little bit doing that. (laughs) (laughs) For a goof no one could see. Time is back to normal. And they're like, yeah, thanks to Tommy. And Tommy's like, no, thanks to teamwork. Ding! (laughs) Stay in school teamwork. (laughs) Good episode. Skull uh, hands Bulk another soda. They are off duty because they're in their punker they're clothes now. They're full on punkers, including Bulk in like a bandana, which I don't like anymore. That's did he have a bandana? On? He did. That's the part I don't like is when they have bandanas on. It doesn't yeah, he's fit gro- them anymore. He's grown past that. They both have grown past. Also, that. his hair is short now, so it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't hold anything out of his face. Yeah, Bulk is like, yeah, you got me, and then pours the soda over Skull's head, <laughs> and they're like, oh, uh, uh, this. And then we cut back over to the Power Rangers, and Adam's like, looks like some things are timeless. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then over, like, it's done. We are freeze-framed. And you use your time to go, I agree. <laughs> Why can't you just let Adam get the last line, right? Tanya? <laughs> he had it. He nailed it with the perfect one. Come on, Tanya. <laughs> this is because green, though, isn't it? It's because green, though. <laughs> anyway, I started. I get to pick the best. I'm saying the... Yellow, eh. Green, though, is the best. 
I'm saying that's the best moment of this episode. I think so, too. Uh, Close runner-up to Tommy calling the monster a loser, because it was so unexpected. That was pretty awesome. Uh, Yeah, it was, like, weirdly mean, but, like... because, like, I get that he was confused and a little frustrated about the day, but, like, at that point, he figured out what was happening. Right. And they kind of fixed it already, so, like... (laughs) They did fix it. This was after he broke the... The chrono spear or whatever. Yes, yeah, so it's not like he was worried about it happening again if he didn't do it in time. He just was mad at him. He's on the call of a loser. <laughs> the worst is the Armada flying in. Yeah, in a time or just hole. Like I don't know the time travel stuff when you peel back a little bit. Yeah, everything not school related. Yeah, the time travel stuff kind of falls apart. But like specifically the reason for the art, like the Armada coming in, just teleport them or just like have them fly in. And distract the Power Rangers. Like, I, I understand it, but, like, if the first shot is you parking over the city, like, How much more time there, do you need? Right? You did it. Maybe they're charging up a laser beam or something? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. But then they never go stop them. So, like, they're still there, I guess. Look. <laughs> that is the worst. You're yeah. right. <laughs> and the MVP was... I don't know. Dang it. I was going to ride your coattails. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to say Rocky. For helping yes. out his fellow students. That's a good one, definitely. Yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts? No. I like episodes like this. I I distinctly remember last time I watched it in like 2012 that I was like, why are they showing these minutia bits? It, like, because I yeah. by the time, because look, never show routine. That's like one of the rules of screenwriting. Well, as, as soon as they showed that guy struggling with his locker and like kept cutting back to him, I was like, oh, this is a time loop episode. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you never show routine because that's boring unless the routine is going to come up again in either a some weird different way to show that oh things are different now or it's gonna loop. Like right. time looping happens all the time. The uh, there's a the mystery spot episode of Supernatural. To do the same, like every five minutes or whatever they, or or well, I guess first was like a, for the first act, but right. they, they do that a lot for the same reasons because like routine shows you that like oh it happened again we're doing this again yeah um, so I really like that I think Jason David Frank did a real good job this episode he didn't overact it which is something not really he, he there were a couple of points where it was like oh you've done a lot of takes of that one yeah <laughs> and you're kind of sick of it uh, but he overall did pretty good yeah and I just I like the directing I like how they used the shots. Again, just like straight up again, instead of trying to recreate them, they're just like, let's just do it again. That That's going to be the same way that it was the first time. That's it, though, for my final thoughts. MorphinGrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphinGrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at MorphinGrid. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheMorphinGrid. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a ton, and we appreciate it, if you're feeling up to it. Right. If not, then like, eh, it's fine. We get it. So we're done with Moon Jail, then? No, they're still in Moon Jail, but okay. like, yeah, if you if you like Moon Jail, eh, if you like those tofu moons cubes, ugh, yeah, I mean, look, that's moon like tofu, no, tofu, I like tofu, I like moon cubes. I think he hit it pretty good with moon cubes. <laughs> well, I said moon foo, like tofu, but moon was the no, first but in part. the past you coined moon cubes. Oh, that was you. I forgot that, but I'll take that. <laughs> You're right, I did do that. So I guess they just love bad food and like. I guess, like, routine beatings by moon cards. I don't know. Anyway. The courtyard's nice, so maybe that makes up for it. Eh, well, I guess. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com. Slash Hey Jake and Josh. If you kick a couple bucks our way, you get some cool stuff, and it helps us out, and we really appreciate it. And you get into the Hall of Fame of people that we love the most. So there's that. That's it. Next time is episode 200. 
So a couple things to watch out for. Number one, I'm going to get a little mushy because it happens every time we hit a big milestone <laughs> like that. And number two, I remember the episode and I'm very excited for I it. I don't. It's called A Mystery to Me. And the thumbnail was a cat dressed as like an old timey, like 1930s. I think it was before that. I Maybe think even I earlier like, than like that, but 1800s. like an old timey upper class lady. Yeah, like a posh lady. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for it. But until then, may, may the, the power protect you. Super cracked during that one. It's fine. That's going out. It's all right. It's morphin' time.